0: It's time for Fluent and Chill. I'm fluent. He's chill. Jay, how you doing, man?
1: You know what time it is, Tone. NCAA tournament. Oh, man. My my MVP pick is getting hotter. So I'm looking. I'm I'm really excited about pro basketball right now because I said it, tone and I'm standing on it. The league MVP is Giannis Antetokounmpo's to lose. And that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: He looks pretty good, although there was a good matchup between Joel Embiid and Jokic, the other two MVP candidates. It's the return of the big man, by the way, because we're only talking about three guys, and they're all bigs. (laughs) That being said, you brought up March Madness is upon us. We're going to talk. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to list out the number one seeds. Tell me if one kind of stands out to you. I'm going to list out the number two seeds. Mm -hmm. Tell me if one sticks out to you. I'm going to list out the number three seeds. And then and then in the fastest game of bracketology you've ever seen, I am going to read out each matchup Mm -hmm. and we're gonna make our picks for every single game like this. Bam, bam, bam. This will Mm -hmm. be lightning round, and then we'll because we're gonna dive a little deeper as the rounds kind of progress, but we're gonna go through a lightning round of bracketology. Mm -hmm. Then it's become the people's favorite. It's a phenomenon. I didn't know how big. NBA versus was going to be this, year. Week, this week. Luka Doncic against my man, Irvin Magic Johnson. If you haven't caught on Crave, at least I get it on Crave. I think it's on HBO. The, the story of the rise of the Lakers. Two mm-hmm. episodes in. Ooh, it's good. Ooh, is good. There we got my guy. My, maybe my fit I'll say this. I don't know if he's my fit He's like 1A, 1B because Giannis is my favorite player in the NBA today. But Ja Morant, you know, I got so much like hype and respect and love for Ja Morant. Ja Morant's gonna go up against AI.
1: And just so you know, there's a reason why. And and for the, for the folks at home, there's a reason why Tone has a thing for Giannis. Not to mention the fact that he's an awesome basketball player. Uh, there's there's a reason why. I'll, I'll let Tone mention that to you. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. there's, there's some lineage going on. He was man. born That's in I'm my
0: motherland, right? Yeah, my dad kind of. Kind of, it kind of Listen, man, I got to be honest. I, I, I speak Greek. I've lived in Greece. Yes. When I hear him talk, I stop talking. I'm like, damn, he's uh, way better than I am. Uh, But we'll get to that later. Yeah. All right. And then we got (laughs) Trey Young Mm -hmm. versus Isaiah Thomas. It's gonna be a good matchup. And then mail mail drop's gonna be good too. We got mail drop. We got some stuff. We got some, We got something that's going to get... Actually, we have two topics. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to warn you ahead of time. I'm going to get really heated about because I'm very passionate about the last two questions, or at least the answers to the last two questions because they got me upset. But we got a lot of NCAA to talk about. So let's go through. I'm going to start with the number one seeds. I'm just going to read out the number one seeds. Okay. And then I want to get your take on them. So we've got probably no surprise, uh, Gonzaga, who has mm-hmm. been a powerhouse. I think they've been in the final for what, like three out of the last six years. Or th- mm-hmm. they, They've been on fire. So we got Gonzaga as a number one. Mm-hmm. Seed. We have Arizona. Arizona. Man, we thought Arizona was done with, you know, they had that that whole kind of thing going on with yeah. violations and everything. When I lived mm-hmm. in Tucson, let me tell you, the, the, the city or the town, whatever of Tucson, they love their Wildcats. Yeah. When I lived there, there was about a million people it was right after Richard Jefferson left. Mm-hmm. I was in. I think I was in that gap. I want to say because it was kind of mid early two thousands. I think he mm-hmm. had left, and Lute Olson was still was still coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, when I tell you that town was in love with its Wildcats, it was crazy. So We got the Arizona Wildcats, we got the Baylor Bears, mm-hmm. and you know, just go ahead and rock, chalk, Jayhawk. If I may, give a little Kansas Jayhawk trivia quickly. And then I'll get your opinion on those number one seeds. Mm -hmm. In the history of Kansas basketball, see if you remember, because I I think I've actually told you this before. In the history of Kansas basketball, who was the only coach, and there's only one in their history, to have a losing record?
1: Paul Allen. Incorrect. Mm. I don't think it was. uh, I don't think it was Roy Williams.
0: No, it was not Roy Williams. It was not Roy Williams. Uh, wasn't Fog Island. No, of course, it wasn't Fog Island. He yeah, had Chamberlain. What am I talking about? Um, I I'll, give you, stumped, huh? I'll give you a hint. The <laughs> going to give it away. He invented basketball. Are you kidding me? The B- James Naismith, Naismith, who invented <laughs> basketball, who also was the coach of Kansas basketball, the right. only coach in Kansas history with a
1: losing record. Can so apparently, inventing
0: the game doesn't give you a leg up in coaching. No, it doesn't. Game, apparently it, it,
1: it does uh, not. It, it does not translate. <laughs> so when I say those four number one seats, when I say those,
0: is there one that kind of stands out to you? Those number one seeds.
1: I was surprised with both Kansas and Baylor being from the same league. And it's not unusual for two leagues to have a number one seat. I mean, when we was coming up to North Carolina and Duke used to be number one seeds all the time, mm-hmm. but I was actually surprised with, with Kansas and, and Baylor. Because you know Baylor lost a lot, considering that they were the defending national champs. That their, their coach, he's a really good coach. And I look at that crew, and I wasn't sure that they were a number one seed. I, I, I thought that they were a great team, but I, I wasn't sure if they were a number one seed. I knew I knew that Gonzaga was. I wasn't sure if Arizona was neither, because I look at the other the other teams that you're going to run down. I just wasn't sure that Arizona was a number one seed either.
0: If there's one of those number one seeds. Mm-hmm. that a Cinderella team is going to upset. You have to pick one of those four. Who do you think is the one that loses? Arizona. Arizona.
1: Arizona. Because I think the Big 12 is probably, I think the Big 12 is the toughest league in the country. And they just, the Big 12 in, in, in football terms on is what the AFC North was uh, 15, 10 years ago with Baltimore beating up on Pittsburgh and, and Cincinnati. That's what that lead. that's that's what the big, the big 12 is. And they have some of the best teams. And I think I think the Big 12 got seven teams in the tournament this year. So, oh. yeah, something All like right. that.
0: All right. Well, let's hope not for my, my – I still got a lot of friends <laughs> there in Tucson. I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. Mm-hmm. All right. The number two seeds, we got Auburn, mm-hmm. Duke, my, my fate – listen, I always tell stories about my time in summer league at the University of Kentucky with your former teammate Roderick Rhodes and Tony mm-hmm. Delk and Rex Chapman and Kenny Skywalker and Jamal Mashbird. Like, those days were fun. Mm-hmm. So I, have a, I loved my time in Lexington. So I have a soft spot for, for this team as well. So Kentucky – you know, it's interesting. Can I pause for a second and say we, we talk about, you know, Steph Curry and Mike D'Antoni. And, and Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich and how those guys and analytics collectively kind of created this three-ball revolution in the NBA. you know who had everybody on the court, including centers, shooting threes Rick in the Pitino 90s? Did.
1: Rick Pitino did.
0: Rick Bettino did, because yeah. you know how I know? Because he said, why are you shooting mid-range jumpers? And I said, I don't know, because that's what my coach has me shooting. And he goes, take a couple steps back, buddy. is <laughs> exactly how he said it. And learn to shoot threes, and I'm like, okay, and that's how I learned to shoot threes, is because he told me he wouldn't let me shoot inside the three point line.
1: Rod told me, Yo, Jay, there were games where I would knock down a 21 footer, and he would take me out the game because I didn't take one step back. One step back. yeah. Me. Like, let's yeah. go, you gotta, because I'm not, because I'm, for you to, for you to knock that down, take a half a step back. And you could knock down the three. Absolutely, Rick Pitino 25 years ago, almost 30 years ago, he was way ahead of his time. He had Mashburn shooting the three. He had Antoine Walker shooting the Antoine
0: three. Walker had, sh- Antoine Mark- Walker made a career
1: yes. shooting threes. Yes. And he's at absolutely. He's 10, 6, mm-hmm. 9. Like, that's a big yes, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. He had all of those guys. Walter McCarty, he had him shooting the three ball. He had all of those that's guys great. shooting the long ball. Absolutely. Rick Pitino was before his time with that. Now, all of a sudden, if you were big and you're not shooting the three, you can't play. But Ripertino yeah. was doing that 30 years ago.
0: Yeah. We don't give him enough love because I'm pretty sure people were watching. Listen, people don't realize. They, they think it's NBA back. It's not. The college games does stuff in both football and basketball. Mm-hmm. And then the NBA and NFL decide, oh, let me see if I can incorporate this. Let us let me see if this works. Some mm-hmm. things work. Some things don't. Like Remember, we saw the, the Wildcat became huge for a year or two and in the, the NFL. And then the defense were like, nah, we're not falling yeah. for that anymore. And it's out. We still see a little bit of it. We still it see a little from? bit of it,
1: it mm-hmm. from college. From college, yes, sir. All yes, right, we so
0: got Kentucky and Villanova. Those are your number two seeds. Is there any big surprise on your two seeds?
1: That's what, that's the one right there, So I thought Villanova was a one seed. I looked at when I looked at Arizona, I thought that Villanova was a one seed. I remember just this, just this weekend, I thought that the Villanova UConn winner was going to win the Big East tournament. And if Villanova won it, that would wrap up a one seed because they was they were they were they were the best team or the second best team in the Big East the entire season. No question about it. There were a lot of great teams in the Big East, but they were the, they were at the top of the Big East the entire season. And I thought that they won the Big East tournament. There was no question that they would they would end up with the number one seed. And I was surprised that Arizona ended up with the number one seed over there. So,
0: so you would flip Arizona and Villanova?
1: <laughs> yes, I would,
0: and, and not Baylor, right? Even though no. Baylor, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think Baylor got a one seed too, just because they're they're the defending champs? Do you, do no. You little, they, do you
1: think he get a little love? No. They love they they did they did tie for first in the Big Twelve. Okay. It wasn't okay. like they just they just had a good team. We talking about the defending national champs who are at the top of All the right. Big Twelve. All so right. they, they, they 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 still are that team.
0: All right. Three seeds. We got Purdue. Do you remember? Sorry. I know it tells stories to this, but it's fun. <laughs> do you remember Michael Jordan? Um will Purdue uh gets he's on the bulls and after practice he says I'm not calling you I'm not calling you Purdue anymore because because they're they're too good. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you
1: Purdue anymore. I'm not calling you Purdue anymore. You're
0: like Villanova, like at the time, I, it's funny that Villanova's a two seed now, but back then it's like I'm calling you like Villanova or because Purdue's too good for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can't <laughs>
1: they're, be they're called that. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: All right, so Purdue's a Purdue's a two seed tennessee
1: uh-huh. volunteers they've had a good team tone they got they talk, tennessee got a real good team and then I'm, I'm just that,
0: seeing teams that are traditionally like football schools not traditional yeah. basketball schools being two threes it's, it's yeah it's good and, to and,
1: see and Tennessee tennessee got a good team they got a real good team i think they got a couple of pros on their team too tone they do that sec tournament was a nightmare it, it, it just was to 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 see like that they, they beat texas and texas and Tennessee. MB and then everybody talks about how Texas AM got snubbed. Well, they didn't get snubbed, they lost eight straight games that mm-hmm. year. So, I mean, you're not a tournament team when you lose almost 10 straight games. I'm not too many.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got Texas Tech and the Wisconsin Badges. So, of those three seeds, is there one any of those that or do you think they're all that made sense? They're all three seeds. Does I think you know, they are up, down.
1: I think that they're good with, with 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 Texas Tech, but Texas Tech is gonna surprise some people, Tom. I can tell you that. That coach at Texas Tech, he coaches his for the lack of a better term, he coaches ass off, Tom. He knows the game. Those guys run through a wall for him. And every game that they've played this season, he's been in, they've been in it. I, I haven't seen them get smoked at all. I mean, I mean they've lost some games, but I have not seen them get smoked. So I'm actually digging them. I'm I'm digging, watch had, out for Texas Tech.
0: We've had multiple conversations, right? Specifically about the Lakers coach, but yeah. what's the coach's job? It's not just necessarily X and X's and O's, because that might nope. be assistant coaches that do that. It's to keep mm-hmm. you motivated, playing hard, and putting mm-hmm. you in a position to win or to be competitive. Mm-hmm. He's got that. So yeah so okay. So those are the one, two, three seats. The reason we're stopping there is there's 64 teams, and we 68. can't go through 68 teams, right? I'm I'm so used to my old school. 68 teams. We can't go through all of everybody. But like I said, as the rounds go through, we're going to talk about the winners and losers, why they won, Mm -hmm. why they lost, who to look for kind of in the upcoming rounds. And I think we're going to also dive into, as the weeks uh, of the tournament go on, some of the players to look out for, because why do we watch college ball? One, because it's exciting. Two, Mm -hmm. because those are our future NBA stars that you want to get to know a little bit early. And for Mm -hmm. those that you know have a team maybe that, Going to be drafting high this season
1: mm-hmm. Want to that know might be a, this might be a guy
0: who they're getting and why right <laughs> yeah. because there's always surprises i you know i i've said this a million times my rookie of the year is still scotty barnes and everybody had toronto picking Suggs, and they were like you're crazy you pick well you know what for those that were watching scotty barnes kind of beforehand they were like no that was actually a good pick for the style mm-hmm. of play that these guys play so we're going to talk about that yeah. right. so here's the rapid fire all right we ready Okay, get stretched. We're, I'm. I'm gonna say the team. You make your pick. I make my pick. Boom. Next. Next game. And then I'm gonna. And then we're gonna post it. Yeah. All right. Gonzaga, Georgia State. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I think we're both. I, I don't think anyone's going to get. I don't. I just so you know, I'm filling out the bracket with my pick, and then I'll fill out the ones with yours, and then we'll post it. Boise State, Memphis. Memphis. I'm also on Memphis. I almost always pick the nine against the eight seed. That's the one game I always feel like the the lower ranked team. Yeah. They're so close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. UConn, New Mexico State. UConn. UConn as well. Unless mm-hmm. I disagree, I'll 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 say. All right. Arkansas, Vermont.
1: Man, I love Vermont, but Arkansas is going to beat them. They're going to be too much at the end.
0: Alabama. Rookers.
1: Alabama
0: your team Texas Tech Montana State Texas Tech I'm with you all right I think we're gonna disagree here Michigan State Davidson Michigan State I'm going with the upset oh I'm going with 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 Steph's old squad yeah. In an upset over <laughs> Michigan State. Sorry, Magic, you're my guy, but I'm picking mm-hmm. against your, your Spartans. Mm-hmm. Duke, SCU, Fullerton. Duke. Duke. Uh, Baylor, Norfolk State. Baylor. North Carolina, Marquette. Isn't that the Jordan versus Wade matchup? Mm hmm. North Carolina Marquette.
1: I'm gonna take Marquette in that matchup. No, you're not. I am gonna take Marquette. I dig Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart know the game, and Shaka Smart get his guys to play. I'm taking no I'm taking Marquette in that matchup.
0: I cannot pick against North Carolina because as a wanna say six-year-old, I was draped. I was draped in that baby blue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Every second of every day. So I'm sticking with North Carolina. It it don't help,
1: folks, that Jordan went there too. So let's make sure we're clear on that. You know, you want to hear (laughs) something.
0: You actually want to hear something funny? (laughs) That had more to do because Jordan, I think, was a freshman. It had more to do with worthy. Mm-hmm. It was more we, I was more of a worthy, and then it mm-hmm. turned into Jordan, and then it was mm-hmm. like, Oh, then he went to the Bulls, and I'm a Laker fan, so it was worth mm-hmm. so that was like back to worthy and magic. So
1: I love the game, James. I, I, yeah, out. I love awesome. James Worthy.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I still don't think people talk enough about James Worthy, but that's mm-hmm. conversation for another day. This is a lightning round Saint Mary's versus Wyoming.
1: Wyoming got a good team, and they oh, but this, a this tough is a play in the mountain. I'm
0: just I, I think these are the play I, I'm giving you playing games where there's two. No, teams. Same-
1: St. Mary's but, is not a play-in. I'm pretty sure. No, no. Wyoming.
0: Are. Wyoming is against right. IU, but I'm just picking one of the playing games. But I, I don't. I don't think either one of us is picking one of the playing winners, mm-hmm. right? I don't think, unless no. Okay.
1: If you want to, I, I got no problem with that. But St. Mary's. Uh, St. Mary's got a good team. They 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 they've been in fights with with Gonzaga.
0: Yeah, because so, I think I think what I said Rutgers it was Rutgers, uh, Notre Dame, or something, mm-hmm. or North Dakota. I don't even know. I, I Dakota State. North. Yes. <laughs> All right, UCLA. My Bruins. Mm-hmm. Shout-out to Toby Bailey and the O'Bannon brothers. Uh, UCLA and uh, – and oh, I should shout-out. Shout-out to Stuart Hart, my old high school teammate who's the strength and conditioning coach at UCLA. Give nice. him a shout-out. UCLA shout versus, out. versus Akron. I'm going to take UCLA. I'm going to go with my Bruins as well. Uh, all right, Texas. I should have gone there. Uh, Virginia Tech. Texas. Purdue,
1: Yale. You <coughs> know, yeah, Tone, watch out. Uh, uh, I'll just really tell you, Tone, watch out for Yale. They got a real good point guard <laughs> and they got a good big man. So watch out for Yale. I think that I think that Purdue could outlast them at the end, but I think that their problem is with their point guard. So I think Purdue outlasts them at the end. But watch out for Yale. They, they, Yale will be a problem.
0: That's why I started to say Yale, but, I, you know, I'm going to go with it. I'm actually going to – I was teetering. <laughs> I, you, I think you pushed me over the edge. I'm taking Yale in the upset. Okay. <laughs> They're gonna outsmart them. Uh, Murray State, San Francisco. Murray State. Murray, I mean, they, they. They.
1: At one. I think. One, I think at one point they was riding like an 18 game winning streak, something nuts like that. Yeah, they, I think they beat San Francisco.
0: Kentucky, Saint Peter's.
1: You know Of course, Josh. Well, Shah, Shaheen Holloway has done a great job with that Saint Peter's team, and he's got a bunch of seniors. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a closer game than you think, Tone, But I think Kentucky outlasts them. It's, but it's gonna be closer than you think.
0: Okay. Arizona's gonna play. Uh, all the number one seeds are gonna play the winner of, of uh, the, a playing game. Are you mm-hmm. are you picking Arizona to get upset in in her first round? No, I'm not. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're gonna stick with Arizona as well. All right, Seton Hall. And I remember always talking about Seton Hall in the in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Seton Hall versus TCU.
1: I'm gonna take Seton Hall.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that one too. Um, my good friend Coach Cam. I got a lot of friends in here. Coach Cam, his University of Houston going up against UAB. I'm
1: gonna take Houston. They got a good team down in Houston too, Tom. They got a real good team down there, man.
0: I'm 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 late. I'm overdue on a visit, so I gotta get down to Houston and, and yeah. tell my people out. But all right, Illinois, Chattanooga. I just like saying Chattanooga. I want Chattanooga to have a deep run just because I like Chattanooga.
1: Well, Illinois, they got that big guy Cockburn down there. He, 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 uh, he's awesome. So
0: You got Illinois? hmm People have been asking. I'm going to take a – I know we're in a lightning round, but I will say. People have been asking, what song is that in the background of Eddie Oldhead's uh, posts? Everybody mm-hmm. knows Eddie Oldhead. I hope it, by this point. It's the Chattanooga Choo Choo. what that's what the song is playing in the background? Is the Chattanooga Jujo for those that were asking? Mm -hmm. All right, Colorado State, Michigan.
1: I think Michigan has been in a bit of a disarray. I'm taking Colorado State on. I'm going with the upset. Colorado State's a favorite. There's say Michigan's 11. I'm taking Colorado State.
0: It's weird to see Michigan at as 11. That's that's weird. All right, Tennessee, Longwood.
1: Tennessee Longwood got a good team, and and and. They basically plowed through that league that they played, but I think Ten- I think Tennessee handles them.
0: Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago.
1: This one I'm going with the upset on Loyola Chicago beats them.
0: You're you're you you read my mind, but my reason is very different than yours. Mm-hmm. I was playing a board game with some friends called Scategories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I don't know if you play that game. You roll the dice, it tells you a letter, and then there's a bunch of categories. So it was the letter was L, Mm -hmm. and it was a school or college or college or university, and I was like Loyola. It was like the first thing that popped into my head was Loyola. So that's why I'm picking them. I don't know. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's a sign. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy.
1: Villanova, Delaware. I'll take Villanova. Yeah, I think Villanova. Villanova can make a Final Four run.
0: Kansas is going to play again. The winner of a playing game between uh, I think it's Texas Southern and TCC. I'm just. I'm going with I don't think any of the playing games personally mm-hmm. are going to win, but is there – am I crazy?
1: No, is they're not. getting upset? Okay. No, they're
0: not. I don't think uh, so. San Diego State, Creighton.
1: I'm going to take Creighton, even though San Diego State got a great team, and that Mountain West Conference is a very tough league, but I'm going to take Creighton in, in, in this particular situation.
0: I'm going to take San Diego State. Okay. And give shout-outs to uh, Kawhi Leonard.
1: That's why he's taking San Diego State, folks. Leonard is his guy. Okay, <laughs> I, that, I was gonna say something. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I'm gonna let. I was gonna let him say it because Leonard is his guy. I, mean, I, love I love Leonard too. I love Leonard. I, I love Leonard. Leonard's my guy too. I dig him.
0: Oh, uh, I, I wish. I wish he just was healthy and and played more. But other than that, I love Leonard. Uh, I, you know what I like about Leonard? He just he plays. Man, he's not. There's no stuff. It's just he plays basketball. It's just I'm still a fan of that. All right, mm-hmm. Iowa. Richmond. Rich what? I'll take
1: Iowa. Richmond got a good team, but I'll take Iowa.
0: I'm in Richmond Hill, so I probably should take Richmond, but I won't. I'm going to take Iowa as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Providence, South Dakota State.
1: Just like I told you, Tone, about uh, Villanova making a final four run, Providence could be in the final four this year. They got a great team. Wow. Yeah. Providence. Uncle, you heard it here team. first.
0: Hot take. Providence in the final four. LSU, Iowa State.
1: Iowa State. Really? The LSU team—they damn just fired their coach, and they—they got a whole bunch of nonsense going on.
0: You don't think you don't think that you don't think that might bring them together? Like it it could. It it,
1: it very well could, but it could also rip them apart too, because a lot of those guys are weed guys, and it could absolutely rip them apart. So, Uh,
0: Wisconsin, Colgate. I have such going, a hard time with Colgate. I just think of my toothpaste all the time.
1: Um, I'm going Wisconsin. 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 Sk- the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um USC
1: versus the U. USC is a team that I think is going to be in the Sweet 16. So I'm going to go with USC. They got a good team. They got a real good team.
0: I am a fan of the Trojans. Here we go. The last one. I can't believe we made it through it. Look at that. Yeah. Auburn. And next, and next, like, again, then we're going to make the next round mm-hmm. next time around. Auburn, Javille State. Javille State. Javille State. Jack- Javille. Jacksonville, Jacksonville State. State. Mm-hmm.
1: Jacksonville State. Auburn is a team that I thought was going to get a number one seed. I, I really did, but they had some uh, they had some losses late that that kind of tripped them up in the SEC tournament. But also, Auburn is a team that I can see in the Elite Eight, even going to the Final Four. They got a good team, Tom.
0: Right, I'm, I'm with you on Auburn. So we got Auburn. So there's the picks the entire first round. Some upsets. No play in game winners are going to upset their their number one seed uh, opponents, at least in ours. So let us know, were we right? Were we wrong? Who were we crazy about in the comments? Mm -hmm. Who your picks are? Because now we're jumping from the amateur game to the pro game, and we're going to do a little versus. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start off. Number one is going to be Luca. Luka Doncic versus my favorite player, mm-hmm. growing up, Magic. So let's let's kind of go. Do we want to do the tail of the tape, or do you want to jump right in? We can jump right in, Tone. All right, let's let's jump right in. I think let's let's start Luka. Luka Doncic. Let's start with the let's start with the current player.
1: Right. So he does
0: everything great,
1: right? Right. So I've I, I mentioned this to you in the past, Tone. Magic retired in 1991. Magic didn't retire for me in 1995, 96. That that was that was a shell of Magic. The the Magic that I remember retired in 1991. That was over 30 years ago, Tone, and I, I got to keep reminding you that it was 30 years ago, 1990. I know it don't sound like it. I know it sounds nuts. 1990 but, was 30. Yeah, it was 30 years yeah, ago. It was 30 years ago. I know that sounds nuts. I wanted
0: to but, be 10 because right, then I it, could be it, the.
1: Yeah, it's still 30 years ago. Now, am I gonna say I can't sit here, Tone, and tell you that over the next. 20 years that there's nobody that's going to be better than magic that would be 50 years tone that's like somebody walking around that's like eddie Oldhead still telling us that bob koozie is the best point guard to ever play in the nba there's no way you're gonna tell me bob there's no way you're gonna tell me eddie that over the last 60 years you haven't seen anybody better than bob koozie well i feel the same way about magic so in the next 20 years i can't say with 100 certainty that i ain't gonna see nobody better than Magic. Now, I don't think Lucas got the impact on the game like Magic had, but when you talk about numbers, when you talk about his game, how he plays, I think that he could be in. I don't know if he could be better than Magic, but the fact that we're talking about him, a big guard at six foot eight, right? Be able to handle the basketball, play make. He's not as charismatic as Magic. He's not as flash as Magic, right? I don't think he's the athlete that Magic is. I was going
0: to say, is he even as athletic nah, as Magic? He's no, not, right? I don't
1: think he's the athlete that Magic is. I think he shoot the long ball better than Magic. Um, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a better finisher than Magic. He's not better at the strike than Magic. I don't think he's smart as Magic. But he's also only in year four.
0: Right.
1: Now, if I'm not mistaken, Tom, by year four, I would be Magic at 22 years old. He was already finals MVP twice by year four. I mean, Don Luca has yet to get out of the first round. Now, it does help Magic that, you know, he did have Jabal on his team. So, that that Jabal and, and, and Jamal Wilkes, right. But with that being said, if I had to pick between the two, for me, it's Magic.
0: So, here's what we do with all our verses. Mm-hmm. So, who would win in a one-on-one, and who would you pick to start your team? So, let's take with that. So, who would you pick it, in a one-on-one it, it, matchup?
1: It's completely different because Luca, I think, is a better one on one player than Magic. Even though Magic is Magic is an awesome scorer, I think Luca is a better one on one player than Magic. But if I'm starting my unit, it's magic.
0: Right. So it's it's interesting because people want to look at stats and they'll be like, Well, Luca you know, is averaging more points. Uh, more rebounds mm-hmm. uh, n- nowhere near the assists i don't think anyone i don't think anyone's gonna match you know magic's 11 plus assists per game like you say we, you know there won't be anyone better than magic i know that we see that though again even though scoring is up so not, and by the way tone that's not
1: for a that, that's not for a season i'm talking about for his entire yeah, career for he's his,
0: entire career on a on a
1: tuesday he's 11 assists pit, yeah. pit, pit to him in on a tuesday yeah. night even that's down.
0: including after coming back after years of being out of the game and coming back in, which no one no one takes a few years off and then comes back and is as good. Right. So, so all not, of those all of their career line. numbers just go down, right? Like right. whether it be Magic, Jordan, whoever it is, mm-hmm. their numbers always go down. So that being said, if it's influence on the game, mm-hmm. it's not even close. And I actually just said this yesterday because I was saying when you talk about who influenced the game of basketball the most. I, I actually, the question was about Bird, and I said, mm-hmm. well, you have to put Bird and Magic together. I don't mm-hmm. care where you rank them, one, two, three, four. I don't think it, they can't be out of the top five, because you have to remember, there would be no Jordan, no LeBron, no Kobe, no Luca. There, none of these guys would exist because if it wasn't for Bird and Magic coming in, and that the NBA was on the verge of bankruptcy, the TV ratings for tennis and bowling were higher than the NBA. Uh-huh. That's insane. Okay. So these guys, that's how, so we're not talking about that. We're talking about player. Mm-hmm. So when I look at the player on the court, Magic is a bigger, more athletic, more, very much more kind of that team guy that's going to lead your team. I think, I know leadership is a tough thing to measure, but I think he's, he also came into a better situation than Luca. Let's be honest. I've mm-hmm. said this a million times that Mavericks, they did Luca a distance. Is he more skilled
1: than Luca? Is he more skilled than Luca?
0: So that's where we're gonna go. That's where I was mm-hmm. gonna go next. Okay. Is that so from a team perspective, Magic and the Lakers came into it, you know, Bus just took over the Lakers. He wanted to make it a winner. They had Kareem, right? They they had players. Mm-hmm. Luca comes into what I've said is a roster that's was not built for, for, for him to lead successfully anywhere. That being said, he also played professional basketball in Europe. So I'm not surprised that his year one, two, three, you know, his numbers are good. But I think this is his peak. I think this is I don't, I don't think we're going to see anything better from Luca over the next three, four years. I think this is what we're going to get, which is great though, right? It's what is he? 26, eight oh, and eight?
1: I think, he's, I think he's 20 yeah, 27, 27, eight. Yeah, I think
0: he's 26.2, I think is a career, right? It's the first year. but but still, 26, eight and eight. That, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining about that. From a skill set, well, who's the better ball handler? Probably Luca. Who's the better passer? magic and i don't think anyone's going to surpass magic in terms of mm-hmm. passing who's the better shooter well shooters interesting because magic came into the league he wasn't a shooter mm-hmm. uh you know three ball he was like 30 percent. lucas 33
1: mm-hmm. in
0: comparison i you know i always say like if you're comparing them head to head you're gonna say well lucas better because he's 33 and magic is 30 mm-hmm. but if i look at the times that they played well magic was 30 when the league was 28 lucas 33 when the league is 35 So Magic was actually above league average. Luca's below league average. Mm -hmm. But head-to-head, Luca is, in a time that it's more important, he is a higher, a better shooting, uh, uh, three-point shooter. Mm -hmm. Magic, actually, surprisingly, is the better. I'm actually really surprised by how good Magic is, like mid-80s in terms of his free throw percentage. I think one season he hit 90% of his threes. Sorry, free throws, free throws, excuse me. So from a skill perspective, I say it's really,
1: really close. Now, with that being said, though, Tom, when you look at Magic... Magic had a money mid-range game, but you don't really recognize it. And the reason why is because they played so fast. But when the right. game slowed down, when it slowed down. He would, yeah. he would post you up, he would right. hook, Magic hook had shots
0: a, from the free throw line, right?
1: Ma- magic had a money mid-range game. Magic could, magic could score it from 13, 15 feet, especially in transition or even in the half court. Now, we talk about being a ball handler. I mean, how much just because you throw it behind your back a couple of times or throw it between your legs? I mean, I can do that too, but Especially at that size, to be able to pass the ball and handle the ball like, like he's done, I absolutely have to go with Magic in that aspect, right? Now, when you talk about what you just got finished talking about, Tom, when we get into the meat and potatoes of the game, my primary ball handler not only has to be smart, I have to count on him to go to the stripe and knock down free throws. Magic, for his career, is over an 85% free throw shooter, right? I look at Luca. I think Luca shot 60 last year? I, I think he barely shot 60 last year, which means I can't count on you in the meat and potatoes of the game to go to the strike and ice games. And if I can't do that, then I can't have you on the floor.
0: Not necessarily have
1: you on the floor, but it's hard for me. No, but it's hard. To, yeah. It's can hard for me to keep in your you. hands. Yes. It's hard for me that to do that. Can
0: foul you and you're shooting, I think, for right. 3 or 70, something, 70 low 70, 73%. Yeah. He had a stretch
1: last year at where he was barely 60%. Yeah.
0: Barely. And, that, and again, now that might be, right? He's He's still young so that maybe that maybe that part of his game does get better maybe maybe but here's the thing Tom
1: and you and I had this conversation before I've always felt like because we're in year four with Luca, right so yeah. by next year oh, yeah. by, by next year this is who this is who Luca is no matter what you guys see after that by next year you can guarantee that that's who Luca is going to be yeah. you can bet on it
0: and the funny thing is I think once Luca gets some better teammates too I think his assists might go up a little bit, but I think his scoring comes down a little bit too. But, but either, either that being said, I only I can't. It's you know I do this, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I compare you to your, to your era, mm-hmm. right? So when I say you know is the worst player in the NBA compared to his era better or worse to the average player? Than the worst player in the NBA to their average player, mm-hmm. and just look—you went from 100 players to 500 players. So the worst player out of 500 is further away from the average player than the hundredth player is. Again, to era, not head-to-head. So that being said, the, to quick, answer the to answer the question, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Quick, no tone. Are we underrating the job that the bad job that the Dallas Mavericks are doing building around Luca? Are we underrating?
0: I'm it? not. I've said since Luca came in, they're doing him a disservice. Their roster, I think, stinks. And there's <laughs> look people people bring up, well, they brought in Porzingis and they thought this would happen. To, um, Brunson's doing well, and yeah, that's not a that's not a championship roster. It's
1: not, yo. You got a franchise. It's not player. a championship
0: roster. You have a franchise player. You, you have a, a top five player. player in the NBA. Yeah, you do right? Who I just finished saying averages twenty six eight and eight. You do. You got nothing around him. Yeah. Like just think do. about here. Here's here's my thing always. If you take the best player off the team. Everybody healthy. Mm-hmm. Is that team a team that can go into the playoffs?
1: Dallas goes to the bottom of the Western Conference. You take a off, Then of that that's
0: evening. not a good enough roster for your star player.
1: Like, I'm not saying
0: when your player leaves and 10 other players leaves. I'm saying just you take that player off the team. Do they still make the playoffs? And if the answer is no... Or they don't make a deep run, mm-hmm. then that's not a good enough roster. Then you've done your star player a disservice. There's examples where players have taken bad rosters deep into the finals, and you know, LeBron James, obviously, we talk about in 07. But that's that's shame on the franchise. Shame mm-hmm. on the franchise. <clears throat> so no, I, I'm not under. I think some people might be, mm-hmm. uh, but I am not. I, I've said it a million times. I think the rosters are or, or the, the the rosters. The Mavs roster is killing Luca's career. Mm-hmm. So that being said, let me answer the question. One on one, I am going with Luca because I think Lua Luca's more of a scorer. Mm-hmm. I think what made Magic great wasn't his scoring, obviously, it was his passing. So if I'm starting a franchise, I'm 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 starting it with, you know, I, I'm with Dr. Bus. It's magic, and he's my point guard. Like when I'm starting a franchise, that's it. You know, I'll figure out the rest around him, but I know I got a guy who can lead. I know a guy who will who can score if he has to. People always forget that my man was, you know, could dropped 42 in the final closeout game of a of an nba final because he had to uh and again people say well he didn't do this he didn't shoot from here he didn't shoot from there it was all post up it was all hook shots okay stop it then right i say it so 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 i i got magic if i'm starting a franchise in a one-on-one i'm picking Luca. i would say Luca's actually if i'm being honest i think Luca is more skilled Uh, But I think every player is a little bit more skilled because they've learned and watched what everybody else has Mm -hmm. done. So, of course, they've got, you know, as I know you don't like this term, but they got a deeper bag. Mm -hmm. But Let me be very, very clear about something. And I'm going to might say this for all three of these. Being more athletic and or more skilled doesn't make you a better player. And I'll get I'll use myself as an example. I'm an old man and I will go to the YMCA. I will go to L.A. Fitness. I will go and I'll play dudes that are 20 who are way more athletic than me who can do every kind of dribble. But guess what? Guess who's knocking down the jimmies? Guess who's stealing the ball from them? You and me both, right? It's because it's not just about skill and athleticism. There's got to be some drive. There's got to be some fundamentals. There's so many other things that go into it.
1: But anyways. Well, you mentioned that before, Tom. Is Vince Carter a better athlete than Jordan?
0: Yeah, he is. Is
1: his, is his bag deeper than Jordan's?
0: People want to fight me on that. They say, oh, he's not more. Yes, he is. He just nowhere near the player because of all that other stuff. So, yeah. all right, that was Luca. So, Luca Magic, we both got Luca winning the one on one, but yep. starting our franchise with Magic. This one's going to hurt me because these are like all time. If I made an all time top 10 list of my favorite players to watch, mm-hmm. I think both of these guys are on that list already. Yeah. I like wow. him that much. I like him that much. I'm not afraid wow. to say it. <clears throat> uh, like, I have a, you know, you've heard of a, you know, you have a crush on a girl or you got a mm-hmm. man crush. There's a guy you're like, oh, I really like. It. This is my basketball crush. My basketball crush is John Morant. So, John Morant, Alan Iverson. Again, the influence of Alan Iverson is top five all time. He made people dress different, play their music loud put cornrows in the hair, get tattoos. Like he literally influenced an entire generation. Like I, I see kids. I remember seeing like five, six year old kids with the, you know, the arm sleeve that he would wear, mm-hmm. you know, with their little spiky blonde hair. And I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: that's Allen Iverson. You can make so, the argument on that pound for pound. He's the best little man ever in the NBA. That includes oh, Calvin make, I Murphy. Make, I, would,
0: I would make that argument. The, yeah. You,
1: you could definitely make the argument him, Calvin Murphy, Isaiah Thomas, uh, I remember the first time I saw Allen Iverson's crossover. The first time I saw it, I wasn't in awe of it like everybody else was, Tom. More than I was frightened because I was coming out of school at that time. And I was trying to become a professional basketball player. And I was thinking to myself, that looks dangerous. And I don't know Um, if I want to get close to that.
0: I don't know that I've ever told you this story. I've said it on a live before. I, I was not only in awe and scared of it, I got killed by it. Because we played an exhibition... And I'm, I tell everybody the story. I tell you all the, I'm not necessarily, I wasn't, I, I was fast. Like I ran track. I was on the relay team. Like I was not slow, mm-hmm. but on the court compared to Iverson, he put a crossover on me where I was on him on a switch. I'm not supposed to be covering Iverson. Let's be honest. This was at, when he was at Georgetown, obviously. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, he crosses over. And I kid you not, Jay, like I look back and he was like laying the ball up. And I'm like, where the hell he go? You go and the second and the second time, and the second time I always say this back then I used to brag that I stole the ball from him, but I'm gonna admit to you because I'm honest with you, and I'm honest mm-hmm. with the people who listen to the show. My hand was there and he dribbled into it. That's all it was. And that's all it was. <laughs> and he dribbled the ball into my hand and he and he took off, and the ball was here. And I was like, Hey, and I went to, to my take phone, this. And he, I took it, threw it up. You know, we got a dunk, and I'm like, All right, you know, I thought for 10 years I told people I stole the ball from Allen No, nah, he dribbled it into my hand, let's be honest. But I mean, it was so lightning fast that it was, just, and sometimes he would just do it just to, and he wouldn't go anywhere. He would just do it to keep you there to be like, yeah, I'll do this whenever I want. And then he would yeah. do it and go by you. It, he was, yeah, it was. Unbelievable. I just,
1: I just, well, I, re- I remember watching him and I remember seeing that thing for the first time and thinking to myself. That's dangerous. And I don't know if I want to get close to that because you could get hurt. I don't so know that
0: you, you can get close to it. Right. I, I, I don't I know if I want hammy, to get close. My hammy's still a little hurt from that. Yeah, hook.
1: I don't. That looked like that's dangerous. <laughs> Allen was so great in transition. He was so great with the basketball. Uh, his ability to score on anybody at any time. Okay, he wasn't as efficient. But when you talk about a guy that size, that athletic, right? That dynamic, it's. And just for him to just be buckets on the regular, yeah, he was a volume shooter. But yeah. last I checked, Tone, if you don't shoot, you don't score.
0: But also, so, but listen, look at look at the look at the roster around him, mm-hmm. right? That team that he let, let's be honest, for a guy that was what a buck sixty five, soaking wet.
1: So I give him I I'll, I'll give him one seventy five. That's as far 175? as I'm going. Okay, that's as far as I'm going. Like he's one eighty five now, going. and you can mm-hmm. see that he's
0: put on some weight. So, right. Like the team that he carried to the NBA Finals and stole a game from the Lakers. Yeah. You know that iconic kind of remember that step over Tyron Lue uh-huh. like everyone knows that moment. Yep. Yeah. That team wasn't a team that was filled with scorers. Like you had Mutombo, you had yet you, you didn't have guys that you thought of these guys are buckets. So he had to score. He had to put up a bunch of shots. Yes, he did. Absolutely. And so yeah, just watching him. So that's why I say pound for pound. I don't know that there's another another player like like now James. when I when I look
1: at John Morant, I look at the I look at the athleticism, and that's what blows me away right from the beginning. You know, his ability to just get over the top of the rim, right? The other stuff looks like it's 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 coming into form right now. The his ability to score in the mid-range, his ability to score in transition. We're talking about a guy who's only in year three, so he's still figuring the game out. He's still figuring his game out, right? So He's not there yet, but I can see what you're looking at. I'm not on your page completely tone when it comes to him being one of my favorite players all time, but I'll tell you this, him being in Memphis, it almost reminds me of when James was in Cleveland tone to be quite honest with you. I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. I I couldn't care less about Cleveland. If James wasn't there, I couldn't care less. But when he was there, I was in front of the TV every time Cleveland was on. Well, the same thing is going on with Memphis. And Memphis got a damn good team. Memphis doesn't have a good team. They got a damn good team. Yeah, yeah. But when he's on, but when they're on, I'm in front of the TV because I want to see him. He looks like somebody that's going to be box office. He looks like somebody that, that the NBA is looking at saying, we got to get Memphis on TV more. We need to have Memphis on TV more because we need to showcase him more because he looks like he could be one of the faces of the league moving forward.
0: So, so who you got? One-on-one, Iverson, John Morant.
1: Iverson. And if I'm building my unit, I'm building it around Iverson.
0: I'm going to give you three answers. One-on-one. Don't tiptoe around me neither, Tone, because I I smell a a, tiptoe. That's what I'm smelling. No no tiptoes at all. Okay. Great. This is – Okay. Like I say, hit record right now because (laughs) you're going to want to keep this. Okay. One. one One-on-one, I'm taking John Moran. Two. I'm building my franchise around John Moran. And three – I got uh, Memphis in the NBA Finals this year.
1: What? The, what about Memphis puts them in the NBA Finals, Tom?
0: John Moran. What,
1: it's, bad, it's bad enough that you're telling me that John Moran is a better one-on-one player than Allen Iverson. I. I <clears throat> there's no way I'm letting you get away with that. Okay, we'll start there. But what about Memphis tells you Memphis is coming out the Western Conference this year? What about it? Start talking, Tom. Okay.
0: Who are, who are the top four seeds in the West?
1: You got Phoenix. Is Phoenix. that one. Memphis is two, Golden State is three, Utah is four. Utah is four.
0: Do you trust Utah in the, in the playoffs?
1: I think they've – Rudy Gobert disappears,
0: of- right? The defensive player of the year disappears in the playoffs last year. You find ways – when I say disappears, teams find ways in a seven-game series to, mm-hmm. to neutralize what he does. So mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Utah. Golden State has question marks. Mm-hmm. Has question marks. I know Clay had a big game, and now everyone's like on Draymond's back and everyone – Listen. There's some question marks there about their health and their ability. You know how are they going to incorporate Wiseman too, who I know is kind of played in the G League. He's coming in. But who's who's Golden State's Kryptonite? Your words.
1: Who is Golden State's Kryptonite?
0: You said it three weeks ago. I hope you remember.
1: I don't remember what, what I said. Well, you don't, so,
0: you don't remember. You don't remember saying Memphis just has their number.
1: I do. Yes, I did say
0: that. Uh, uh, you I, sure did. I, I, so I did knock you
1: them, they, they knocked him out the playing game last year. Now, this is a different Golden State team now, Tom. Completely different Golden State team.
0: The other team is Phoenix. Where's Chris Paul?
1: He's inactive. He's How in, he's many years
0: bench. has Chris Paul been in the NBA?
1: Since 2006. How so many times
0: years. has he been healthy in the playoffs?
1: More than he hasn't
0: been. Once last year when they made it to the final. And he's hurt again right now, so am I worried about Phoenix? No, am I worried about the bottom four
1: teams? They went to the finals last year, Tone, when he wasn't healthy. And, 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 he
0: played, right. and it wasn't for him coming back from, I think it was the sur- shoulder or whatever it was. Right? I don't, I don't think, I think you know, I don't think Phoenix will have that run again. How many times? Is oh, this
1: absolutely, this? they will with, with, Chris, with Chris Paul. No question about that, Tone. They got I, one. they got I, the most complete team.
0: I'm betting if, on him. I'm betting on the odds. I'm betting on the odds of him getting hurt. And if I have to pick Memphis or a hurt mm-hmm. Phoenix team, I'm picking Memphis. Wow.
1: Okay. I'm picking
0: Memphis. I'm picking Memphis. I'm all in on this. You want to call it a hot take? I think it's. That's what it sounds like. To you me. know what? Let's put it we to a vote. Let's put it to a vote. To- <laughs> so everybody in the chat, I'm going to post this right now on TikTok. John Morant or Allen Iverson, one-on-one, or to start your franchise, who are you picking? I'm picking John oh, Morant. man. Jay's picking, Jay's picking Iverson.
1: All right. I'm not picking that guy. And I love John Moran. No way am I going with John Moran over Iverson.
0: FYI, no. by the way, I want to go back this quickly since I brought up a poll. Our teams that we drafted, players 51 through 76, mm-hmm. as of yesterday, I haven't checked today, the voting is 51-49 in favor of my team, but it's close. It's wow. so close. But I will say this you have a much more loyal following than me because I had people in the comments say, I'm picking OG's team because it's OG. I'm like, hold on, man. <laughs> some people call me OG too. <laughs> but no, yes, you're, 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 you've got some loyal people. So kudos. But I still I, got I, that much for now. It might have changed by now because literally, you know, a couple of votes will swing mm-hmm. in the other direction. All right, the last one. Who the last one. Isaiah, the original Isaiah Thomas, Zeke. I have to just call him Zeke. I think mm-hmm. that, that clarifies it bef- between the other one. Zeke versus Trey Young.
1: Well, when I think about Trey Young, I think about a guy as a distributor. He's one of the better, he's one of the better distributors in the game. And his game translates to from college to the pros. Don't forget, Tom. He led the country in scoring and assists his first year at Oklahoma. He comes into the NBA. There was a point where he was in the top three in the game in points. And I think he leads the NBA in assists since Chris Paul has gone down. So his game translates to the pros. And him being small, that hasn't affected his game at all. He can shoot the long ball. He gets to the basket with the best of them, right? He playmates with the best of them. He's shown how big of a heart that he has. You saw what he did when he went into New York last year and basically knocked that New York Knicks team out of the playoffs. But when I think about a guy like Isaiah Thomas, who they built that unit around him, just like Atlanta is building that unit around Trey Young, they built that unit around him. And he was basically the leader of the bad boys. He was the leader of that oh, team. Yeah. But that overshadowed how good he really was. Isaiah's, Isaiah's ability to get to the basket, how how tough Isaiah was, right? How clutch Isaiah was when you get into big games and how he was saving teams. I mean, I watched Isaiah score 16 points in a minute and a half. That hasn't happened since he did that, right? Isaiah's ability to – Isaiah's been that guy from day one when I say day one, I mean, he was that guy in the eighth grade. He was the best player in college, right? He was the best point guard, and he was arguably the best point guard in the pros. Trey Young has been that guy, but not at the level of Isaiah. Now, when I think about a one-on-one guy, I think Isaiah Thomas, you can make the argument that he's a better one-on-one player than Trey Young. And if I'm building a unit, I'm building it around Isaiah.
0: If I were to ask you, Who's the better long ball shooter? Like, if I'm talking three point shooting percentage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who do you got, Trey or Isaiah?
1: I would have to say Isaiah. You and the reason right. why the reason right. why I say Isaiah because he does he doesn't shoot at the volume that Trey Young shoots. Yeah, that would explain why. Not I because actually, he... I was
0: actually surprised. I was actually yeah. surprised. I, I really thought mm-hmm. going to be Trey. Free throw shooting. Who has the higher sh- shooting free throw shooting percentage? Zeke. Zeke too. Mm-hmm. I was really because I was uh, ready to jump on and be like. Uh, Trey's a better scorer. Trey's a better rebounder for for a little guy, which he is, like, statistically. Trey's Mm -hmm. a better passer like in terms of assists. Trey's Mm -hmm. a better shooter. I wanted to throw that up, and I was going to be like, at percentages, and then I looked, I'm like, oh. And I know volume dictates some of that, too, but I was like, I was really surprised. I think Trey is a better score, like, just scorer Mm -hmm. than Isaiah. And I think, in a one-on-one, I actually think Trey beats Isaiah, but if I'm starting a team, I want scoring... I want leadership. I want defense. Mm-hmm. Trade gets like one and a half check marks there, whereas Isaiah gets a solid three. Mm-hmm. He could do like he didn't score a lot, but he did when he had to, right? Like he could average 20 plus a game and he did on certain occasions when he had to. When, you know, I think they're both good shooters. When they both need to hit big shots, they both can knock down big shots. But when I think of, well, who could take a team and be like, hey, this is how we're playing now and just do that kind of I haven't seen it from Trey yet but again he's young so I still got it. and then if I'm like okay but I need a stop do I trust who do I trust more to get a stop I'm going to say I don't trust Trey but who do I trust more Trey or Isaiah and that's where I'm going I, I, Isaiah mm-hmm. and I you know I'm not a fan of Isaiah um because I think the things he's as a person, I think what he did to like the Raptors, the Knicks, like just, you know, the things that he's done in his life outside of basketball. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. How I feel about this guy. He flip flops on topics, but if I'm just talking about a basketball player, mm-hmm. you'd be hard pressed. F- I don't think there's <laughs> enough respect of how good of a basketball player he was because he's mm-hmm. a top five point guard all time. Mm-hmm. And people don't, they might even have them in their top five, but they'd never mm-hmm. bring him up. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas is one of the greatest point guards ever. And mm-hmm. so, he—that's who I'm starting my franchise. It is, and I love Trey Young. Uh, just let me put that out there too. But you know, and you so you have Trey, you have Isaiah, even winning a one-on-one matchup. You think he just locks him down defensively?
1: Well, I remember, and even though Isaiah wasn't a great defender, he was a he was a he was a product of that team that he was on.
0: Yeah, and I yeah think but he was a
1: he, tough defender. Like, yeah, I think that, I think that he deals with Trey more than Trey deals with him.
0: All right, here we go. It's time for Mail Drop.
1: One.
0: Tom Brady unretires. Is that good or bad? I'm not saying I told you so.
1: Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's you are. Let, 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 let's call it what it is. Yes, you are. And you did. You you were absolutely right, Tony. So I thought he was over. I did. And the more I think about it, the more it sounded to me like somebody pushing you to go to this school or to take this job. You really don't want to take this job. You absolutely don't want to go to this school, but you want me to do it. So okay, I'll go. Even though I really want to go here or I really want to t- I really want to work here. I Charles Barkley has one of the best sayings and that is we don't quit because we want to. We quit because we can't play no more. That's and that's a and that's a fact.
0: Look how many players you see in really awkward looking jerseys. They're like, I don't believe Hakeem played in Toronto, I don't believe Ewing played for the magic, right? Whatever those things were. Uh Sean is a cavalier. Right. Jordan as a wizard.
1: Right. Yeah. These guys, if you still got it and it's still in you, not just my game tone, but if it's because you can still have it, but it ain't in you no more. Let but Tom you, let Brady, let
0: me ask you this. Let me ask you this before we get to Tom Brady. You get a call today, you're, you're where Miami, the Heat call you up today, and they're like, Hey, we want to, we need, we need a guy on a 10 day. You come down and play.
1: If I could still play, I wouldn't think twice about it. No, not for a second. I'm joking. If I could, right? if I could still play, no, I wouldn't think no, twice when you about have it. that love for it. the
0: game, you want to mm-hmm. play.
1: Absolutely. Don't forget, no let's not it.
0: forget, <laughs> Brady finish an MVP voting last year.
1: Or two, man. So we're talking about a guy who still got it. And not only does he still have it, he's still got that fire in his belly. Right? There are guys who I just don't want to play no more. Not because my skill set has been diminished. But, you know, I just don't want to play anymore. I just don't have it yeah, in me anymore. I think
0: anymore. J.J. JJ Reddick came out, I want to say, a little, a couple of weeks ago. Where he said, look, teams are still calling me. Teams mm-hmm. are calling me in the offseason. He goes, but I'd be cheating the game because I know what goes into it. And, and I'm have it not prepared it no more. to put that effort in. I don't. I don't think you're going to have that from Tom Brady. Right. You saw the fire in Tom Brady last season. Right. It's not like it's gone. Right. So is it good or bad that he's coming back? Though I guess is is really what the person is
1: asking here. Well, so that's the question. It, it, it's good that he's coming back because we get this... we get we actually get to see him finish what he started. Because if you think about it, Tom, have we seen the decline of Tom Brady?
0: No, we're still waiting.
1: Right. That's what I'm no. talking. We haven't seen Tom fall off, and this is year 23 that we're in. Right. We haven't seen that. So. On the one hand, it's good that he's coming back. On the other side to that, told you know that house that I bought in Carolina because I'm going to play for the Panthers because I think we're going to win a division? Well, I got to sell it now. You know why? Yeah. Here's this dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. we're not talking about like Namath on the Rams. Like we're talking <laughs> about a guy like still has it. Right. And, and I think he came back too because it's interesting the timing. So when you look at the NFC, and I've said this many to many times, mm-hmm. the Rams win the Super Bowl. But now the pieces, right? They're they're over the cap. Some of the pieces are starting to kind of walk away. It's still Matthew Stafford. It's -hmm. not like it's, you know, peak Peyton Manning. It's Matthew Mm -hmm. Stafford is their quarterback. So are the Rams beatable? Yeah. They are. Seattle trades away Russell Wilson. Well, now Mm -hmm. they're rebuilding. You're 49ers, no offense. They're starting with Trey Lance. You don't know what you're going to get from that kid. Arizona. I hear some turmoil. I hear some rumblings out of Kyler mm-hmm. Murray. So, okay. Because that's I started with them because that's the toughest division. I look at the NFC North and I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, well, there's Rogers. Really nothing else. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have to lose now. Devontae Adams is saying, well, I'm not playing on a franchise tag. So there's a chink in that armor up there, too. Mm-hmm. I look at the NFC East. I've never been worried about the NFC East. I look back at my division. So I'm sitting at home on my couch. Or actually, I'm having a talk with a Ronaldo over there watching a soccer game. And, and I look and I say, well, Carolina's nothing to worry about right now. The Saints don't have a quarterback. Atlanta, Call it what it is,
1: Tone. Matt Ryan is washed. Say what, Say it, Tone. Say it with me for the people in the cheap seats. Matt Ryan is washed. I'll
0: let you say it. Atlanta's nothing to be feared. So I can go back to Tampa Bay. Matt Ryan is washed. I can go back to Tampa Bay, win that division, and really only have two teams I'm kind of worried about, which is the Rams and the Packers, and I can be back in another Super Bowl. My second in three years because I don't have to go through that crazy AFC gauntlet that has 10 good teams. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I should go back. Maybe, maybe I should go back. Right? Cause there's one less team now that Russell Wilson's gonna have to worry about. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame him. So I think it's a good thing that he's coming back. I th- I think it's a great thing that he's coming back. Why not? Like I said, he was second in MVP voting. Let mm-hmm. the man play. Let Tampa have, you know, have another run at it. I I I'm happy he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And I said he was,
1: so I told you. So. You did say that. Yes, you did.
0: Now, I thought he was going <laughs> I, to San Francisco. I thought he was over. I'll admit
1: that. I, I thought did. He was,
0: I didn't think he was coming back to Tampa Bay. but I thought he was yeah, over. Bruce Arians called him back and said, hey, dude, I'm sorry. I was a jerk. Let's get back together. And they kissed and made up. We know Tom Brady likes to kiss. He kissed and made up. All right. <laughs> the play-in tournament. That's the one that I'm not passionate about the next two. The play-in <laughs> tournament in the NBA. Is it good or bad?
1: Tone. For the last time, and for the people in the cheap seats, we already have a play-in tournament. It's 82 games. After 82 games, if you can't get into the playoffs, you are not a playoff team. Well, you got teams at the end of the season that may tank, and you give teams more incentive with adding two teams into a play-in tournament, not to tank, and that way you don't diminish the quality. Well, actually you do, because if you're a 10th place team, you're still not a, you're still not a playoff team. So – when I look at the landscape of the NBA right now, right, I look at the Lakers and what they've been doing. I don't think the Lakers are a playoff team. I do not. But they're going to the, they're, they're be fortunate enough to play in the play-in tournament. And they may win a play-in game and may, may actually make the playoffs. But ultimately, I don't think that's a playoff team. I look at everything that they've done, how bad they've been across the board. I think they're eight or nine games under 500. That is not a playoff team. I am not a fan of the playing tournament. I think it's a waste of time and I think, it's a, I think it's a wash.
0: I know that I can't get this done. I don't have this much pull. I don't have this much influence. However, if I could, if I had the, 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 the infinity stones and I could snap my fingers, mm-hmm. I would make zero people watch the playing games as a message to the NBA, when they look at their TV ratings, because that's what they hold so dear and see Mm -hmm. zero people watch the playing games. That's how much I hate. And I was about to cuss and say the F word, the (laughs) F in playing games. They're dumb. They're stupid. They're garbage. They're trash. I don't know what other word I can use to express how much I hate playing games, because if you're the ninth or 10th seed, you are not a playoff team. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Now I, I even understand why they did it in the bubble shortened season. It was broken in half. It was like all (sighs) kind of weird stuff. I get it. I, I understood why they did it. Leave it there. Leave it in that bubble where it belongs. Because let me, mm-hmm. let me, let me, put a, let me give you a scenario. And I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you the East and the West.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in the East, you got Toronto as the seventh seed. Three games behind them are the Brooklyn Nets. Four games behind them are the Atlanta Hawks. And four and a half games behind them are the Charlotte Hornets. In any other season, Atlanta, who is one game behind Brooklyn would be busting their tails to try and make up that one game against Brooklyn to get into the playoffs, knocking Brooklyn out where they belong mm-hmm. based on how they've played. Here's what's going to happen or could happen. The Toronto Raptors will play the Brooklyn Nets for the seventh seed. And with everyone healthy, now it's in Toronto, so maybe Kyrie Irving won't be able to play, but let's forget that for a second. Toronto plays the Brooklyn Nets. If everyone's healthy, KD's healthy, Simmons is playing, Kyrie's healthy, can the Brooklyn Nets beat Toronto in a game? Of course they can. Mm-hmm. So now Brooklyn becomes the, the, the seventh seed. Atlanta and Charlotte. To make my scenario clearer, I'm going to have Charlotte win that game. They then play Toronto for the eighth seed, correct? Correct. So Toronto plays Charlotte. Can Charlotte get hot and win a game against Toronto?
1: One Absol- game, yes. A-
0: absolute. Mm-hmm. So now Toronto, who's well, let's say will have who knows how many wins, but right now it's 38 and 30. So we'll count it. Let's say the season ended today. So you have the Raptors now out of the playoffs who were four and a half games up on the 10th seeded team looking up at the playoffs. Now they're out. Let me give you the West and let me look how dumb this is. So you got Minnesota and the Clippers. The Minnesota is four and a half games up on the Clippers. Mm -hmm. They're Ten games up on the Lakers. Ten. They're eleven games up on New Orleans. Tony, this is dumb, man. This, this is actually starting to get my blood
1: pressure up. The, the, the scenario, this scenario, this is, I is so. I, I, this is what. Oh god, my god, god, this is this is making me nuts. So How are you ten it? games up on a team, and we talking about we gotta play them to get into the playoffs?
0: So the Clippers can the Clippers beat Minnesota in a game? Sure can. So then Minnesota has to go in and play the winner of the Lakers and the Saints – or the Saints. <laughs> the right. Lakers are the Pelicans. Right. So I'm, taking, I'm going to take my Lakers. I, listen, I want my Lakers in the playoffs, but not like this. So now Minnesota plays the Lakers. The Lakers – or maybe it's – who cares? Maybe who they're there. 10 games ahead of, by the way, Tone. do that part out. 10 games ahead this is, of the this Lakers. Is dumb. This, Can this LeBron is dumb. James drop 50 and beat the Minnesota Timberwolves in a game? Or 40. Of course he can. Yes, he can. Of course he can. Yes, he can. So now the Lakers are in the playoffs. Minnesota is out. And Mm -hmm. Minnesota had a 10-game lead. Why play the season? Why play the season? This is dumb. I'm up by 10 games. Why play the season? This is dumb. So so the Lakers, hey, let's just coast. We don't need to worry about it. Minnesota, the only hope Minnesota has is like, well, let me get let me get one game because they're a game behind a game and a half behind Denver. Let me catch Denver.
1: And Can add that to the out? fact, Tom, add that to the fact that Sacramento is not gonna catch the 10 C because they're six games behind them. So we basically chilling here.
0: Yeah.
1: This, this is nuts just, right here. This, uh, hold on, let me
0: let me put a different <clears> scenario. <throat> what if Minnesota passes Denver? Because they're only a game and a half back, and now Denver with the reigning MVP, possible two-time MVP. Loses the playing game to the Clippers and then to the Lakers, and they're out of the playoffs. And they're they out. The
1: they out. Can you this
0: imagine? Is, come
1: on, man. This, this would this would be a nightmare.
0: Like if I am trying if, right <laughs> if I'm Toronto right now, I if I'm Toronto right now, I'm looking at Cleveland. I'm like, I'm a game back of Cleveland. We need to do. And to the Raptors' credit, they have just gone through and beaten the Suns. Mm-hmm. The late now, the Lakers wasn't a big game. Uh, and they. Oh, I forget who else they beat. They beat another good team um, right before the Suns. But anyways, I forget. I don't know their schedule. But how crazy is that? How can you lose one game to a team that you're 10 games ahead of and now you're not in the playoffs?
1: Well, here's the here's the flip side to that tone because you'll get a devil's advocate that'll tell you, well, that's the excitement of like March Madness where there's one game, which is the exact so same go reason. Go Madness, which is exactly the same logic that I have with March Madness where you got a team that's eleven and seventeen and three and twelve in the conference and they get hot and they end up winning a conference championship. You're not a tournament team. You are not. There's no reason if you can't at least be five hundred in your league, you are not a tournament team. Get this 4-12 and 12 team out the tournament. You shouldn't be in a tournament. No way. Absolutely not. So then you bring that to the NBA where you got the Minnesota Timberwolves who are 10 games up on the Los Angeles Lakers who may have to play them in a play-in tournament in order to make the playoffs and be out at the Lakers who are atrocious, right? Two nights ago, the Toronto Raptors coming to Los Angeles and smoked them. I'm so sick. Tone, got my blood pressure. If,
0: if you're gonna yell, you're gonna have to
1: turn your volume down, my friend. I'm sorry. I apologize, <laughs> Tom. I'm, I'm. 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 This, this playing tournament. To, this I play thought in I was. Is, about the play. This playing like, oh, tournament is not. dumb, man. It's, it's dumb. dumb. I agree. I agree. It is, is dumb. dumb. I'm sorry, Tom. Hundred percent.
0: Hundred percent. You know, it's. Uh, I'm gonna do a little Jordan Lebron because people expect me to do it. So here I go. You know that people tell me that the NBA put in the shorter portion of the three-point line to help Jordan
1: mm-hmm.
0: um do you know what year they did it
1: I think it was in 94 93 that was the year he was retired
0: it was the year it was 95 it was the year he was retired yeah so was how was is that for Jordan it if it was the year he was retired <laughs> so could I then say that um the NBA put in the play-in tournament to help LeBron James
1: <laughs> do that. Yeah, we, we, we can make that argument yeah by their, no, by we, their logic we, we, now, we're going to do everything that we can to keep him in because him in I, do remember, I do remember, I do Tone, in the 18-19 season when they didn't make the playoffs, ratings were down 48%. Uh, uh, so, just... the NBA needs James in the playoffs. No question about that. However, it's not at this um, – All right.
0: Maybe they should stop. Forget forget about James for now. Let's go with John Morant. He's going to the finals this year. Let's let's make him the star of the league. All right. Last one. Last one. Celtics retire Kevin Garnett's number. hmm so the question is, was it deserved? And how do you feel about numbers being retired as a whole?
1: When I think about guys' numbers getting retired, I think about all-time greats. I mean, Kevin Garnett was there for six years. In six years, was he an all-time great for the Celtics? I mean, I know they won that NBA championship in 2008, right? But he did win defensive player of the year that year. But in the six years they played there, they went to the NBA finals twice. He went to the Eastern Conference Championship three times, I think. Was he an all-time great? I I think he made the all-star team four times. When I think about the all-time greats with the Celtics, Havlicek, Bird, Russell, McHale, I don't know if Kevin Garnett was there long enough. That's not to say that he wasn't great. And this is the same guy, by the way, Tone, who didn't attend his jersey retirement in Minnesota which by the way he's the best player in the history of that franchise Mm -hmm. and he didn't even show up to that but he's sitting front row with the celtics center court yeah he's sitting front row with the celtics and he's an all-time great now in terms of retiring jerseys i'm a little different than you tone when you retire a jersey that means that we don't see this number again right and i'm actually in i'm I'm in favor of that if you hang it up my jersey there is no, yo, i want to ask if I can wear this jersey. No, there's a reason you know, why if this retire jersey you retired
0: the number, the number's gone. Yeah. 100%. The number
1: is retired. Don't you're not, you don't get to ask this person, yo, can I have that number? No, the junk, the number is retired, right? That is it. Now, I'm a huge I'm I'm a I'm a fan of retired jerseys. Now, there are some people who they're not really that big a fan of it, but I like it.
0: So let's let's start with the first part. Is did Kevin Garnett deserve to have his number retired by the Celtics? And the answer is no. He didn't. He's not an all-time great Celtic. Six years. I'm sorry. The Celtics are a storied franchise. Six seasons? I don't care if he won six championships. Oh, okay, maybe if he won six championships. Yeah, I was about to say. Maybe time. if he won six <laughs> But But winning one for a franchise that has 17 that have players like Bird and Pierce and Havlicek and Russell—you didn't even bring up Russell. I didn't um, bring up Russell. That's fault. so disrespectful to Bird and 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 Russell and heck, even Pierce for the time that they put into building up and making that franchise great. Like, how can you retire Kevin Garnett's number? I'm so Minnesota. I understand, but I I also understand Kevin Garnett wanting to be part of Celtics lore versus Timberwolves lore.
1: I Let me ask it. you this question, Tom, really quick. What did, the, what did Kevin Garnett do in half his career to have him mentioned with Bird,
0: the, the, with the nothing. Celtics?
1: What the, did nothing. he do yeah. in half the time that Bird was there to be mentioned in the same, in the same breath with Bird?
0: If you're going to be a Celtic great, you have to do two things. Multiple MVPs or multiple championships, multiple like, times where you're the best player in the league. He's not there. He didn't do enough with the Celtics. I'm not saying Kevin Garnett isn't an all-time great player. He, yeah, he absolutely is. is an all-time great player, mm-hmm. offensively, defensively. Just his his drive, his design, everything. All-time mm-hmm. great. He's just not an all-time great Celtic. I'll I'll put it this way: is I don't have LeBron as an all-time great Laker. No, he can't, you mm-hmm. can't be a Laker for three seasons and miss the playoffs, win a championship, and get knocked out of the first rounds. So, oh, all-time great Laker. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. that might be no offense. That might be an all time great cav. That's not time, an all time great Laker, right? And there's a mm-hmm. difference. There's a it might, and it's again, all time great take, player,
1: not take, for that take, team. take it a step further than that. So, if they miss the playoffs this year, it'll be twice in four years they miss the playoffs,
0: exactly. Is that an all time great Laker? Can you put no. it on that list? No, no, Can you have Kareem and mm-hmm. Kobe
1: and Magic and no, and
0: West and mm-hmm. Baylor. Nope. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not like, mm-hmm. I don't even have Wilt high. On that, because his best years weren't with the Lakers, they were, they, they were with the War. Well, with the Sixers and mm-hmm. the
1: Warriors, whatever. Philadelphia uh, Warriors, yeah.
0: They so, it's just it's yeah. Now, when it comes to retiring numbers as a whole, I don't like retiring numbers as a whole. I think unless you did something like extraordinarily huge. Like that has never been done before, never Mm -hmm. been, never will be done again. Like I'm all for the NBA retiring the number 23 and saying Jordan, LeBron, we're doing a ceremony for you guys together because let's be honest, you're the top two. This is the one thing everybody agrees. They disagree on the order, but everybody I think agrees
1: they're one change in the history of the NBA. Changing Jordan. So for them
0: to say, okay, Jordan, LeBron, listen, you guys did this number proud. You have 10 championships. 16 NBA Finals, you know, a, however many MVPs together. Like, there's no you globalize the game. You've done everything. We're retiring the number 23 from the league. I'm all for that. But like, Kevin Garnett played six seasons for the Celtics. Let's retire his number. in Toronto, Vince Carter played. You know, did what? Like, oh, don't get me wrong. He put them on the map. Didn't win anything. Let's retire his number in Toronto. Let's retire. Rudy Tom Dunton. Rudy damn Tom Johnovich. I can't even say his last name, has his number retired for the Rockets? Huh? Why?
1: Can you tell me why his number is retired? Hey, Rudy Tom Johnovich made the all-star team, I think, six times oh, well, with the Rockets. Retires number. So
0: I like the ring of honor. I like putting the person's name, their number up there and honoring <laughs> them. But like to say no one can ever wear your number again, you were that good. Right. Man. But his here's the thing you gotta remember too, Tone. Me. When you're talking about retiring,
1: you when you talk about retiring jerseys, some standards are different than others. So Ilgowskis has got his jersey retired with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So his his now we're talking about the all-time leading rebounder and Cleveland Cavaliers history. So that matters. Yodonis Haslam is gonna get his jersey retired with the Miami Heat. So that stuff matters, Tone. Longevity matters. I know that 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 doesn't resonate with That's you, but me. when you when you talk about what you did with this franchise and what you meant to this franchise—those things absolutely matter. Now, if you only played here, like the Miami Heat retired Shaq jersey, Shaq only played in Miami three and a half years, Tom. Just so you know, he only played in Miami three and a half years. So, even uh, though he did, he, he did bring him a championship. He absolutely did that, and he finished second in the league in MVP votes. No question about that. Incredible, wonderful, absolutely amazing. He, I'm, I'm for three I'm, and a half I'm, years.
0: I just, I feel like, I don't know. I just, I feel like you, you need to. I just, I listen. You know, I feel the same way about the Hall of Fame. I just yeah. think too many people get in. I think too many numbers get retired. Yeah. I think we're we're way too quick to give people their, you know, to give them kudos and give them ceremonies just because we yeah. need something to do, and and that's why I don't like
1: soccer. Shaq. Absolutely, he deserved his, he deserved that statue outside the Staples Center. No question about that. He oh, as a Laker, Lakers
0: I agree. As a Laker, no, I agree. No doubt about that. Same but thing like, in Orlando. Should we same retire Shaq's number in Cleveland? What about Ben Ben Wallace? He's an incredible uh, player. Should we retire his number in Cleveland? Mm. No. I just think it's much. All right. So that's it. We have a special guest. Our next episode, check us out. Woody Page from Around the Horn in the Gazette. You know him from also maybe the Denver Post. We're going to talk some Broncos, a big trade with Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about the Nuggets and their chances in the NBA final. And what the heck's up with that chalkboard behind him? We're gonna talk about all that stuff uh, on the next Fluent and Chill. But until then,
1: take it light, but take it.